everybody. Uh, week four, let's week go. Week four, you know, your boy. Very exciting. Actually, some good football games this week. Unlike uh, last there week, there was. I was actually had some games. I wasn't expecting good games, but we did see some good games. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. Start. I mean, we can start right off with Thursday yeah. night football. Thursday night. Yeah. Um, oh, dude. I, I, which kind of dictated the tone of the week. Uh, <laughs> apart from just a football stance, uh, I think we can kind of acknowledge the awareness and like the shock everyone kind of went into around concussions after what happened to Tua. Uh, I think I saw like the most people pulled off for concussions that I've seen in a football week <laughs> since I can yeah. remember. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys were getting pulled for pretty everyday hits that i think so i think that's kind of gonna gonna start to dictate the tone for at least the rest of the year so for sure and uh dude to a we don't know the full story we're not professionals we're not paid millions of dollars to scan athletes but there's been these arguments in the past there's been a movie about it will smith played the guy that trying to get that you know you can go watch that movie it's pretty good but it's it's a hard job, probably, you know, to pass somebody because you probably know that too is like begging to be on the field, regardless of what anybody's, you know, just you don't really know. But I'm glad he's okay because when I saw his fingers, I'm sure like everybody saw, dude, I was worried. I was worried he would be out for like six weeks, maybe more. Yeah, I mean, a scary thing. Uh, I was talking to a couple of people about this issue. I think if we see a two-is-tug-of-a-loa take this type of hit, with that type of reaction at any level outside of the NFL, um, I think you're getting from doctors that you can't play football again. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they bring him back. Um, another pretty significant concussion could cause some serious damage to him, um, especially within one year of his most recent one. Uh, so right. we'll kind of see how that happens. He did have two concussions within a week span. Um, which is kind of why we saw second, second, uh, what is it? Second impact syndrome really take place there. Um, so we'll, we'll see kind of how they go, but let's hop into the actual game. Let's talk well, specifics. Yeah. Of it. I mean, let's, uh, yeah, you're right. Let's go straight into the box. Um, you want, you want to start off with this one? Yeah, I'll grab this one. Um, so first off, uh, Joe Burrows, you really, we really saw, we really started to see, um, the defense kind of start getting the motions together, right? We saw good good pocket movement. We saw good O-line um, pick up the defense coming in. I mean, I know it's only two and a half, an average of two and a half by Mixon, but at least he was in the game this time. Um, wasn't really involved last time. But then we saw Joe Burrow only sacked one time. Um, that's great. That's That's great because... Uh, yeah, yeah, Joe Burrow, yeah, um, but yeah, Joe Burrow's, um, uh, averaging 10 yards to throw, that's pretty good, I'm um, not the greatest, but he really, he really stepped up his game there, starting to look good. On the other side, um, a lot of people, you know, were saying that you're not going to see Tyreek Hill get the ball as much as he does in every game, but I, I think that that's, now seeing it, um, I think that it's going to be happening every game because Jalen Waddle is showing that he's also a force as well. And then, and then Sheffield coming out of nowhere as well on, on, on some plays. Like I'm, I don't know too much about him, but he came out of nowhere. And then also 
one more thing. We got their their running back Corey, like splitting them. They didn't use it as much this time, but they usually use that, you know, wham bam, like um Chase Edmonds and uh Mostert just back and forth. So um I think Tua coming out of the game definitely slowed down momentum on their end. Um and Teddy Bridgewater's not not a quarterback you want to have coming in for you, so that's all I gotta say about that one. Yeah, I mean looking at this game, I guess uh couple key takeaways for myself. I mean, I think this was a must-win game for the Bengals. Um, regardless of the situation that happened with Tua, I think this game had to have been won by the Bengals. Um, falling to 1-3 and three, uh, was not really an option here, especially at home. Uh, after her lo- losing their home opener, they couldn't fall uh, a second time here at home. I think Joe Burrow played well. Um, I think he does like what I try to preach every single uh, week about these quarterbacks. If you hang on to the football and you don't turn it over, um, you'll be successful. And Cincinnati had no turnovers. There's the two interceptions on Miami's end. Um, the first one from Tua, which is just another thrown pass to Tyreek Hill, and then Teddy Bridgewater also threw a pick. Um, I thought both teams played relatively conservatively. Um, nobody really went uh, too aggressive. There were some long passes, as both teams have those deep threats. Um, T. Higgins' touchdown was kind of a bit of an outlier right after the Tua hit. I think it kind of took the, uh, the Dolphins' defense off guard. Uh, Tyreek Hill, as I kind of predicted, would kind of turn into the clear number one. I know week two against the Ravens really kind of had people wondering, is it going to be Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, who's going to be that guy that gets the most looks? I still believe it's going to be Tyreek Hill. He is the most explosive player in the NFL. Um, he's so fast, so quick, so able. He's, you can manipulate him so much around the field. Um, so I think it was a really good win for, here for the Bengals. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a pretty good replacement for Tua. I think he offers a lot of the similar skills that Tua has. Um, so I, I don't I don't expect to see Miami suffer too much um, with the loss of Tua at least this right. week, and if it's even longer than that. So a big win for the Bengals again here, um, and we'll we'll kind of see how both these teams progress. Uh, this could very well be a future playoff matchup that we see in January. So. Let's go straight into this one here. We got for game two. It's all you. Oh, this was a uh, this was a game. So early early game slot here. Uh, the nine, I think nine thirty. What time was it started on the West Coast? Is it like a seven o'clock game? Um, in the morning. This is the game that was played over in London between the uh, Minnesota Vikings and New Orleans Saints. I thought this was a really interesting game. Um, Andy Dalton. Going out there for the Saints, um, I think Dalton, he's got that veteran presence. Uh, he can really bring stability to an offense. Um, however, Andy Dalton isn't what he once was. Um, doesn't really quite have the ability to force that ball downfield. Um, I thought he utilized his receivers well, um, but the Saints offense just has not been really able to get much going. Um, missing Alvin Kamara this week uh, was a big hit to their team. Uh, so... It's going to be hard to match Kirk Cousins, who's going to who's going to throw for 200 to 300 yards every single week. Um, he's going to get a few touchdowns. Utilize Justin Jefferson, not to his full potential, but again, a pretty classic game. Um, this came down to the kicking game, and I think the, the Vikings kind of took it from there. We really got to see the New Orleans Saints defense start to pick it up. Uh, they came into the year 
with the expectation of being the strong suit of that team, and they have yet to really show that um, and really dominate a game defensively. They dominated for a half against the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, what, in week two? But since then, we just haven't seen that same tenacity on the defense. So it's going to be, it's going to start to be a situation for New Orleans where they got to start to figure it out or they're going to have to start looking at, uh, at next season. Exactly. Um, in, as I look at this one, you know, Andy Dalton still, um, still alive in this league somehow. Um, he, at least he did, he didn't throw in any interception, any interceptions like Jameis Winston. So that, there's that, you know, um, Definitely came down to the kicking game, like like uh, Daily Tune said, the double doink. That was a, is a weird one. But um, Kirk Cousins, I feel like he is one good game away from looking really good, but not ever being. Um, he's he's a backup quarterback, most likely. You know, like a long term situation. Probably not going to be Kirk Cousins, uh, but he because he does have some great weapons on that team that are underused. You know, I think you put another quarterback on this team that could just launch the ball to these. Like Thielen is a catching monster. Um, we've seen that Justin Jefferson underused, like you said, even at 150 yards. That guy, his yards after carry spoke is is insane. Um, and then Dalvin Cook, I'm I'm. I'm really not sure um, watching the games if that is an O-line issue or if it's a him issue, but I'm just not seeing him just get those uh, longer plays in. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not really sure about that one. On the other side, Tyson Hill, I absolutely hate him and love him as my flex in fantasy football because I never know when to play him. Um, I wish they would tell me beforehand, like, hey, we're going to use him for one play to make a touchdown. But that guy's a great asset to the team because when he's in there and in a different slot, he pulls um, he pulls a lot of defense where they don't know where what's happening or what's going on. So it's a good weapon to use. And then Mark Ingram is still, like, a great running back. I'll say this all the time. Like, he's... I'm just surprised he's still in the game. Like he's not like super old, but he's been there quite a long time for as far as running back years, probably like dog years, you know, um, it's just really great. I, I think it was, um, I, I'm not sure if he's, if he's coming back. I think, um, in terms of Alvin Kamara. Yeah. yeah what, what, um, I think they are expecting him to be back this week. I know he sat out, this past week with a, uh, I believe it was a rip rib or a hip injury. Yeah. Um, but I think they are expecting him back this if week. We, um, yeah. If we see him back, um, and we can have Ingram and Kamara in there, it's, it's going to strengthen that team a lot. But, um, as far as the receiving game, really good, you know, moving the ball around to different receivers by Andy Dalton, but it's got to take more chances. I think, uh, after watching him, you know, he he's just lucky to have the running game that he does. But yeah, yeah I think I think exactly what Josh said. That, that team improves a lot once Kamara steps on that field. And I think I mean, start, yeah, Kamara's a game games. changer. For sure. I mean, not just running the football, but his his receiving out of the backfield. Um 
it adds a whole nother element for the defense to have to account for. And uh, similar to how we talked about like TJ Watt uh, being on that yeah. field and being a significant impact. Um, yeah, yeah, Michael. Yeah, there is missing MT too. Those are a lot of people that pull defenders and stuff. Let's uh, talk. Oh, Josh just got here. Um, now, what well, we got here? Cleveland, Atlanta. Do you want to? You want me to start off with this one, or you want yeah, to go this, with this one first? Yeah, I'll go with this one first. So, um, not a. Um, this was not a quarterback game. Uh, by any means, uh, Jacoby Brissett looked. I guess you can say better. Um, than Marcus Mariota, but that's not like by any means good. If that makes sense. Um. Both teams have a lot of talent waiting to be used, but good thing for the the Browns, they have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hutt sitting there, and they are just running machines. Um, of course, Nick Chubb, he's gonna get it, he's gonna get you a touchdown every game. I mean, obvious fantasy football pick, but um, it just it just underused talent. I feel like if the Browns had a better quarterback, they could be really really good on the other side not the same thing atlanta needs to dive into a a rebuild phase because we're they they have an okay defense uh, we talked about that in the past but this this game w- wasn't won by um the offenses on either side so um it, it it could have been won by the Browns offense, but it yeah, just it wasn't a great game, but it, it was an okay game, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a uh, this is an example of kind of two teams that neither team is really a dominant team. Um, I think this is a game that the Browns let slip away a little bit towards the end there. Um, Cordell Patterson kind of left the game midway through. Uh, he's the big big threat out of the backfield and. Kyle Pitts just has not been that guy so far for Atlanta. So uh, passing the football was not something that uh, Marcus Mariota was able to do. Um, and the fact that you can throw the ball seven times and win a football game is either a testament to a great running attack or a testament to a really bad Browns Browns team. So we'll kind of have to see what the Browns do moving forward. They're 2-2 two and two right now. They're still very much in, in yeah, this league. That, um, but they've got some games coming up that they need to win. Um, if they're unable to do that, uh, sorry, Browns fans. It's another another lost season. I just want you to start this one out. What do we got here? Uh, Bills. Uh, Bills-Baltimore. This is another really good game. Um, but again, another game that... Uh, Baltimore kind of let fall apart towards the end. Um, this kind of been a trend we've been seeing right now with the um, with the Ravens this season. Uh, having these bigger leads and letting them slip away. Um, I think they dominated the first half against the Bills. Um, that late touchdown in the first half really kind of gave the Bills some hope. But uh, if you can't score any points in the third and fourth quarters, um, you won't win many football games. And that's kind of what this came down to. Bills were able to score 20 unanswered. Um, they win 23-20. Uh, I believe they scored on the last second field goal type of thing. 
But uh, Lamar Jackson did not look as comfortable as he's lo- as he looked last week against New England throwing the football. Uh, two interceptions. Again, turning the ball over is always going to hurt. Um, so we'll... It's it's a shame to see that uh, from Lamar because I think he's got a lot of potential. Um, he's such an explosive playmaker. Um, and you could say that I guess they kind of contained him. 11 carries for 73 yards. Um, Lamar has that capability of taking over a game, and he just couldn't do it here. Um, Josh Allen, he looked, uh, he looked a little more comfortable this week. Last week he was kind of a little frantic, um, missed on a few throws, was able to make sure he pinpointed a couple this week. Um, but... Yeah, it's a it's a tough start for the for the Ravens, um, losing two games at home to uh, AFC East opponents uh, in the Bills and in the Dolphins is not the way they wanted to start right. off their season. Um, so two and two again, still in it. Um, it's early in the year, but they've got to figure out that second half defense and that second half offense if they were going to want to be competitive in this league. Um. You're good, Arrow. Uh, so, with this one, um, I I feel like this one, um, like they knew where Vegas was betting as far as like running numbers um, and passing yards and stuff like that because it's it's just really crazy to see Josh Allen throw under two fifty and run for seventy yards um, in a game. That is very odd to me, but it's he got it done on the ground when he couldn't do it um, in the air, which is good. It's a good look for him because what's crazy, as I say on the other side, is um, Lamar is a much better like quarterback than Josh Allen. I I'm not sure if it was the Browns' defense that beat him or he was just nervous about making the correct plays because he seemed less comfortable than Josh Allen did, like he said. It didn't, I mean, for Lamar to get two sacks is, is weird. He's not the sackable quarterback. Um, and usually he rolls out immediately. It was just a different game to see um, a lot of weird plays. But when Josh Allen was hot in a lot of his drives, he was throwing the ball to different people each time, kept you guessing. Um, and and it looked, he looked a lot better this game. So... It was, I mean, yeah, the weather was horrific, but those two teams are very used to playing in those conditions. Um, being from Baltimore and Buffalo, like those are the wet, cold states. So up there, no land. But yeah, it wasn't, it, it was a good game, honestly. So I, I enjoyed it. So I just, I didn't see, I think we both didn't see, um, let me see here. I think, oh, no, this is the one where you picked Bills. You won that one on the head-to-head, so. Yeah, I mean, I have the Bills winning this game. Um, I'm not surprised that they won. I think it's just the fashion in which Baltimore lost the game um, that is concerning to me. Um, not so much surprising as they they almost did against New England last week, and they did it the week before against the uh, the Dolphins. So it's going to it's gonna be interesting if they can tighten that up. Um, I think they're a solid football team. They definitely have potential. Um, so we'll we'll hopefully see an improvement in week five. Did you just do the last one? I think you did. Yeah, you can start off with All this right. one. This one, um, this is this is my conference here, my uh division. Head to head. I am a uh, Giants fan. I'm 
not afraid to say that out loud. Um, but this was, I mean, let's be honest, the Commanders, beating them is not, you know, like we've talked about offline, it's not a great feat, you know, for them. Um, if I'm Curtis Samuel, I'm, I'm looking for a trade out of there, to be honest, because um, he is a great asset to a team. Uh, Anthony Gibson's not going to go, Antonio Gibson's not going to go anywhere unless he, I mean, maybe he does better on a different team, I'm not sure, but yeah, Washington Commanders, um, I'd start looking at who's coming in from Alabama, you know what I mean, or Georgia, Texas A&M, start looking at those teams. Uh, you need to you need to rebuild a lot. Um, on the other side, Cooper Rush. Um, I watched uh, some game breakdowns of this, and I saw a lot of um, just Cooper Rush being just a very well practiced quarterback. Like he, yeah, I think I, I talked with uh, Noam offline. Your backup quarterback is the one that practices with the offense the most, um, at least from my understanding is. And you can just tell like when he audibled out of things, um, then he called different plays to get, you know, a couple extra yards. Or he would audible out of the, the pass when he saw different defenses looking in or looking out. He knew where to go. It just seemed he just seemed very, very comfortable. Um, but then again, not very challenged so far. Um, I can pull up their schedule, but they haven't played anybody worthwhile yet. So. I think their next game, uh, we'll look at here soon. We'll show you guys our picks, um, our head-to-heads, and what our uh, stuff is, and who we have picked for next week. But I don't think uh, Dallas goes too far, um, you know, after meeting those heavier teams. But that's all I got there. Yeah, I mean, I think this is an interesting game, as you talked about. Um, I mean, they have played people. Uh, they lost the Bucks in Week 1, weren't really able to get much going offensively. Um, I think they still beat a Bengals team that was trying to figure themselves out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to know what the Giants are. Uh, they played well the first three weeks, but again, it's the opponents they face. And then a win here against the Commanders, nothing too convincing. Uh, 25-10, definitely a 15-point win, something that um, they're not stressing too much about. But they have a stretch coming up here against the Rams and Eagles, um, both on the road. So if they're able to win, I'd say, one of those two games, um, you, st- you should start to see... Uh, Dak getting close to returning at that point. And I think this team, while Cooper Rush has been playing well and he's filled it in, he's done exactly what a backup quarterback needs to do. Um, And I think this is still Dak's team, so when he returns, uh, they should be able to really get the offense going. Um, And yeah, the defense has been electric for the the Cowboys. Uh, They've been really helping to hold down everything uh, while Dak's out. So it should be interesting to see what this team turns into. Um. I know that we we talk about the NFC East as always being a pretty pretty bad division, but uh, we've got a couple teams that might be contenders coming out of the NFC East this year. Yeah. One second. Um, I think Mr. Bright. Yeah, I mean this. Yeah, we already talked about that. Let's move on to the Seahawks and. Detroit, I think that's you. Was this ever a game of bad defense, if I've ever seen one? Um, 48-45. Um, these are High school the basketball video game numbers. score at yeah, that yeah. point. Um, I mean, I guess two offenses that were 
playing against no one. Um, it really did not look difficult for either of these offenses to move the ball down the field. Um, Geno Smith, man, I guess, you know, he's kind of showing that he can fit into this system. Um, you see how he's doing versus how Russell's doing over in, in Denver. Um, I don't think either of these teams are really that good. Um, I know the Lions have the Patriots coming up this week, so I'm a little more familiar with kind of what they offer, but the Lions just don't play defense. Um, they haven't really been able to stop anyone all four weeks. Um, their offense has been good, but I think they're losing these close games because they just can't hold, they can't get a stop towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both their lot, all three of their losses have been within four points. Um, and the only team they've beat so far is the commander. So it's uh, it's really interesting what this Lions team does. I think maybe they're bringing some joy to the people in Detroit, um, winning these football games, putting up some numbers. But this is not yeah. a sustainable sustainable way if you want to win football games. Yeah. Um, all you have to do is stop the other team a few times and you win these games. Uh, your offense doesn't seem to have trouble scoring against most defenses. Um, so it's really about how can you figure out to get a few stops in a game and win these football games. And let me ask you something here, just real quick. If you think that Gino, do you think that Gino Smith, just just be unbiased about this question, but do you think if Gino continues on this path, he gets like breakout player of the year, possibly? I mean, like if some Gino sort Smith of is going to continue to put up 300 yards, not not turn the ball over, um, he's definitely going to get the... Get some looks for sure for some awards. Comeback I don't think he's going to be year. at the yeah, top of the quarterbacks at all. Um, Definitely, he's going to get player. breakout. He's a, he's a little older. He might get comeback, but he really yeah. hasn't. Um, it's early in the year. Um, we'll see how he does yeah. as the year goes on. Um, but hey, he's done exactly what he needs to. It's a well coached football team over there in Seattle. We know Pete Carroll runs a runs a pretty tight shift. So yeah, yeah, they've been they've been doing what they got to do. They're two and two. Um, yeah. At this point in the year, if you're two and two, you're you're doing pretty good. Yeah, and and well, let me just break my parts down on this. Good thing I saw, like the best thing I saw in this game was seeing DK Metcalf just fucking running the ball again. That guy is a monster. Um, he scares me. Um, I never want to be near him personally because he just looks like an absolute monster, like in a good way. Like I just think he's um, he's insane. Insanely fast as well, and then also, um, yeah, the Hawkness monster. I it's it was a game of no defense. Uh, I don't see him doing that again for the rest of the year unless we're playing the Commanders or the Browns. Uh, sorry, Josh. Um, <laughs> uh, it I don't see um, that happening again. To be honest, yeah. If you have him on. Your fantasy team, he won. He won this week for you. I mean, plain and simple on that part. But let's move on to the next game here. Jared Goff, I still don't like him. We'll move on though. <laughs> let's see. I'll grab this one here. Uh, Justin Herbert coming in, still, still a little hurt. You can kind of see, but he stayed. His his offensive line is very good. Um, very good offensive line. That's why you see one sack for two yards. It was a very small mistake on that one. But QB rating of 90, that is that is 
that is very good, obviously. But I'm surprised they let him uh, do do any sort of rushing. Um, how was that 69? I'm not sure what you said. Um, what you were saying. But okay, never mind. Never mind. I was reading the chat. My bad. But Justin Herbert looked great. Austin Heckler getting involved a lot this week. Um, Mike Williams making some big moves. We'd love to see that. It's just a, looking like the team they should they were before the injury, which I, I think they go far, very far. Um, if Minnie was here, he would agree. He'd be super excited. On the Houston side, if Houston had one more running back, one more running back, they would be a force to reckon with. I, I feel like they get one more person to give to give Pierce some breaks back there and just like a different running back, you know, to change up the defense, get them off their feet. Houston might start doing some stuff, but they they need to rebuild in the offseason because that quarterback is not going to do it for them. It's not going to happen. Um, but that's all I got. There you go. Yeah, so, I mean, looking at this game, I think this is a, a it's a win for the Chargers. I don't think Houston's a very good team. Um, I still want to see a lot more from the Chargers. This has to be a much better offense. Uh, getting Austin Eckler involved is not only big for so many fantasy owners, um, <laughs> but he's also a huge part of this team's identity. Uh, last year, you really saw them start to take off, and they really started to roll when Austin Eckler was getting the ball and getting in the end zone. Um, utilizing him out of the backfield, both as a running and passing threat. Um, they're still without um, Keenan Allen, so hopefully when Keenan Allen go comes back, that helps to open up the field a little more, even for Austin Eckler. Um, guys like Mike William, even Josh Palmer are guys you want to start to see getting a little more involved. Gerald Everett's a big tight end. Um, again, this Chargers team has so many weapons offensively. It's just about seeing if Justin Herbert's able to utilize them to their max capability. Um, again, holding on to the football is a key thing, so not turning it over in the passing game. Um, again, Houston does not does not wow me in any category. Mm -hmm. They seem to put up points every week, but um, kind of similar to the, the Lions. They don't really play a, a, a ton of great defense in the big moments. Um, their, their red zone defense is not very good this year. Um, so... It's a it's a win for the Chargers, but I'm gonna have to see a lot more from them moving forward before I, I get confident again that they can actually be a team to make a a significant push this year. For sure. Let's move into one another weird game here. You want me to start off with this one? Uh yeah, I think this is you. Alright, so um this was a team a game that we said is a uh kind of like a a must win for both teams. Um Titans come away with this. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor was completely ineffective and did get hurt towards the end of that game. Derrick Henry had a decent game, a game that he should have probably most weeks, 20-plus carries, 100-plus yards, and got in the end zone at least once. Uh, Ryan Tannehill looked better, although he didn't pass the ball a ton. Um, Matt Ryan somehow seems to accumulate all these yards and is like really unable to, to exploit teams um, like all the way. Uh, he's able to get the ball in the end zone a couple times, but if you're throwing for 350 plus yards, you got to be putting up more than 17 points. Um, I think the Titans are starting to shape out a little bit better. I don't know what this year holds for the Colts. Um, Jonathan Taylor is out this week on Thursday night football for them. 
Uh, I have them losing this week. Uh, so we'll kind of see where it where it takes them. Um, I think this is these two teams in my book were fairly similar. Uh, they both have really strong running games. They depend on their running backs to to draw the defense into a stacked box to then allow their receivers to get open downfield. Um, and the Titans were able to do that. Uh, the Colts really weren't this week. Um, so we'll see. But I think uh, it's a good win for the Titans, good win for Mike Vrabel and his boys over there. Um, and hopefully Derrick Henry can keep producing like this. When Derrick Henry's going, that team becomes a wagon, um, and they become yeah. hard to stop. So, um, Yeah, Derrick Henry does become the wagon. But when you, when you look at his, um, his, his stats, I worry that they're uh, – I think we talked about this offline. They're using him too much. You know, like, he, like you said, 137 yards by Ryan Tannehill. Um, we have more total yards from Derrick Henry than the quarterback. Um, not not a great sight to see there. You know, we need to give, we need to be giving Derrick Henry uh, the break he needs, um, in in the backfield. And I mean, he he is a workhorse, and he's probably totally fine with all this work. But they need another weapon on this team. Um, they, in they're not going to be any sort of contender for anything without just one or two weapons. Maybe it's on the receiving end, uh, maybe a switch flex player, you know, someone that can come get something from the backfield and take a couple runs. But if they don't get anything else on that side, they're not going to go too much further. They're going to be a, just a right there in the middle team because, I mean, we've seen it. You stop Derrick Henry, you win the game. And there's so many teams that can do that. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's just uh, not going to move too much further. Matt Ryan, I don't, like you said, throwing almost 400 yards and losing a game is a sad sight to see. Um, that's a lot of yards. Um, good for your fantasy football team, bad for uh, the actual team, you know, so... I, I'm just uh, very surprised. I, I mean, the Mo Ali Cox, like he he got some good plays um, out of left field. He just felt comfortable with them this game. I don't see him. Um, I see him getting a couple more targets, um, but I don't see him being the the player each game. Um, but they've really got to get Jonathan Taylor going, or got to figure out what's going on with him. He's going to be out this week. Maybe that's why he's been holding back. Um, we saw that a lot with uh, Saquon Barkley last year. His first couple of games, um, he was really kind of slow. You couldn't figure out why he was being protective of his own runs. And then he went out for a couple weeks. So I think in my head, I hope at least, that Jonathan Taylor's been holding back. And when he comes back, we're going to be seeing a better, healthier Jonathan Taylor. And he's going to be running through people again. Um, hopefully so. Uh, let's go here to, all right, I think this one's me, so I'll start, I'll start out. Um, first of all, I don't know how Tyrod Taylor is still in this league. Um, almost lost me this game as a Giants fan, just coming in, throwing an interception right off the bat. I was so nervous. I was so scared that I was going to lose the game. Um, we were going to lose the game here. Justin Fields, luckily, he's absolutely terrible as a quarterback. 
or else the Giants might not have won. They really need to get that synergy going on the Giants side. Luckily, Saquon Barkley is also an absolute machine. Unlike Derrick Henry, who's bigger, just stallion, um, Saquon Barkley is much younger, um, can still take these 31-carry games and just run, run, run all day. But he's not going to be able to do it forever either, but that's why they do have Daniel Jones running around too and everything. He just... There needs to be more um, more people able to catch on the Giants side. We do have a, a very long receiver core, but they, you don't see them getting used. Um, not that they're great receivers, because I don't even see them get thrown to. On the other side, if they, if they just had another quarterback, we, we see um, Darnell Mooney catching the ball, going places. We see Khalil Herbert coming out of the backfield. Um, we see Wesco, he probably does, does some stuff. There's not great players on, on the receiving and on that side, but they're, they're really good players, and they're spread out on, on the Bears' side. But they don't have the right guy throwing it to him. Um, he's not going to get it done. I think even Tyrod Taylor could probably do better than Justin Fields. So, Yeah, I mean, this is, again, another game where just we're not passing the football. Um, this is a passing league that we're in now. Um, and again, this will be market down uh, the third consecutive episode where I'm going to bash Justin Fields for not being an NFL quarterback. Um, I still don't think he has has it in him really to to be that big thrower. He can uncork a throw at times, but he's just not consistent enough to be an NFL quarterback. Um, this is a uh, yeah, Bears team that it's going to be hard to really know who they are. Uh, they have some good weapons on offense, but they're not able to really effectively um, move the football in the passing game. Uh, so we'll kind of we'll see what they what they turn into. Um, I think the Giants are showing that they have some grit in them. I think I like what Brian Dable's doing over there, uh, bringing some of that that tenacity to the offense that he had in in Buffalo. So I'm excited to see uh, how the Giants play next week. Um, let me see who they have next week. I think I might have them winning next week. We'll see. Um, we'll, we'll show a game against the Packers. Oh, so it's it's in in they're traveling across the uh, across the pond. They're playing the early game in in London against the Packers. So a Packers team that was kind of mid this past week. Um, we'll see if the Giants can take advantage. Uh, how do you feel about Justin Fields getting six sacks on that game? Um, getting six sacks, only losing 19 yards is somewhat impressive, but obviously the numbers are a little skewed with someone like him. He's moving around in the pocket. He's not really taking sacks, um, like a traditional pocket passer is. Danny Dimes. Oh my God. You better start throwing dimes. All right, let's go. Let's go to this. Uh, I missed one. No, I didn't. Okay. Let's scroll down here. This, this was, this was a great game. This is you here. We'll start you out. Yeah, I mean, uh, a really good game played by the Eagles here. Um, I know they went down early to Trevor Lawrence, and uh, there's a pick six thrown in there by Jalen Hurts, but once the Eagles defense figured out Trevor Lawrence, man, this guy was uh, under pressure the rest of the game. Uh, I think he lost, what, two fumbles? Um, fumbled a third time, was able to recover one of them. Uh, Four sacks for 26. But the Eagles are Eagles are kind of showing why they're one of the best teams in the NFL right now. Um, it wasn't something I'd expect to say coming into this. Um but they've really shown that they are a, a legitimate team. Um, I think the Jaguars are also a good team. I'm 
it's good to see Doug Peterson down there, give Trevor Lawrence some of that stability. Um, I think this year we'll really start to see what Trevor Lawrence is. He lost all four fumbles. All right. So like it's, you got to hang on to the football. Um, you lose by eight points and you fumble, you turn the ball over five times. Uh, you don't turn the ball over two of those times and you win the game probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think something great to see with the Eagles. Um, they're able to utilize the running game. Miles Sanders had a big game this week. Um, AJ Brown's been dominant. Uh, he's really been a, a, a good piece to that Eagles receiving core. Um, I know Devonte Smith kind of took a step back this week. I was really hoping that he would continue to ascend back to what he was when he was in college. Um, but we'll see as next week comes along. Um, the Eagles are a strong team. Their schedule lines up for them to be have a really good record uh, come like week nine. So we'll have to we'll have to gauge it a little bit with a grain of salt in terms of whether the Eagles are really them. So. One thing I, I could see from this game is that the Jaguars were expecting a lot of passing, a lot of passing, because they did not expect Jalen Hurts to bust out of that backfield, 16 carries, 38 yards. It wasn't that much, but three yards every every single carry, that, that adds up for a down. You know what I mean? You get three yards from the quarterback, five yards from the running back, and then you average you know, eight yards uh, a throw, you're moving the ball each each time. Like, those are good numbers to have. Um, they just could not stop uh, that particular, you know. Y- you run the ball on first down, you get, you know, five, six yards, you're going to run it again. So there was a lot of that happening. Um, on the other side, Trevor Lawrence, not a scrambling quarterback. They, the, the Eagles were ready for the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence did not know what to do uh, in, at all turns because this was this was his first test. We we talked about that, and but we knew the Eagles were going to win. So, <laughs> my kid, sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, someone's got to go to bed right now. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> all right. So then, sorry, my kids are being silly. But um, Trevor Lawrence, under pressure, didn't know what to do. Eagles were better. better. They're going to be better, like you said. The, um, we both picked them to win. It was an easy pick. Um, yeah, Trevor Lawrence lost that game for him. But let's move on to the next one. I'll let you talk, and I'm going to mute myself for a minute here. Yeah, no worries. Let's go this one here. Go ahead. It's uh, Cardinals and... Yeah, so Carolina and uh, the Cardinals. I think this was a good game for Kyler Murray. Uh, Aker Mayfield is, uh, again, showing why he's not really an effective quarterback. Um, I know he's had some success in the past, but you really got to be able to to do a little more with this offense. Um, I think they're becoming a little one-dimensional, the Panthers are. Um, Baker is, is not really allowing the running game to really get going. Um, I know McCaffrey struggled on the ground a little this year. It was good to see him start to start to open it up in the passing game. Um, I think he had a touchdown this week and over 70 yards. So it was good to see McCaffrey get involved there. Um, but this Panthers offense is really, it's lackluster. Uh, it's not exciting to watch. Cardinals, on the other hand, I think this was a good game. It was a better game from them. Uh, they've put together a couple of mediocre games at home so far this season. Uh, so I would like to see them turn it on. 
Kyler Murray can be a really effective quarterback when he plays well. Obviously, we do know the Cardinals are are kind of hurting uh, without DeAndre Hopkins out there. Again, he's one of those like key players that when he's on the field, he makes everyone around him better. Um, I think he's due back week eight. He's on a seven-game suspension. So when he returns, uh, hopefully he's able to step right into this offense and really make an impact. Um, but yeah, Cardinals are in a really competitive division right now. I believe everyone's 2-2 two and two in the NFC West. Um, and the Panthers are uh, are starting to look like they're going to have to maybe start looking for a quarterback. I know Sam Darnold's still a couple weeks away, they said, uh, from returning from that high ankle, high ankle sprain he suffered in August. Um, but we'll see where they where they go. Um that's kind of what I have from that. Yeah, so um, probably the 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 biggest takeaway here is Baker Mayfield had the worst QB rating like since they've started recording the QB rating. I read that stat. That is that is that is not a, like a great that is not a great achievement. Um, Baker Mayfield is a, a bounce back player, so I'm very interested to see. If he bounces back and does extremely well uh, next week, but the week after he'll probably go right back. So he's he's that kind of player that looks good for a week after a bad game, but not afterwards. But Kyler Murray, um, this wasn't a good test for him. Good, they they did do some offensive things, I guess you could say. But in the long run, it, it's they played against the team that just um, has one person that can do anything. Um, it's, it does suck that DJ Moore is just sitting there, you know, waiting to be a weapon, uh, by, for somebody to throw it to him. So, um, next week, Kyler Murray is going to have the challenge of his life. So, um, that is going to be the game that you want to watch. Um, it's either going to be a blowout or it's going to be an all out brawl. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, we'll move to, well, I think, um, let me see. Nope, okay. I'm trying to see which ones we were tagged against each other on. Uh, all right, let's go. I think I skipped one. Jets and Pits. This one, you beat me. You had the um, the Jets winning this one. And I picked a rare, the Steelers. A rare, a rare thing for Noam to have the, uh, the Jets winning a football game. But you probably saw Mitch throwing the ball on the other side, so... I mean, I saw, I knew Zach Wilson was coming back. Um, I think Zach Wilson's poised to have a relatively decent year, better than he did last year. Um, I think he's got a few better pieces around him. Um, I like who, I like Elijah Moore. Um, I think they've got a, a good running threat in Brees Hall and Michael Carter. Um, but yeah, I, I've seen, I've seen the Steelers play this year and I don't care who they're trotting out there at quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett. It's all the same to me. I know Trubisky started this game. They benched him. They brought in Kenny Pickett and, Honestly, I don't know if he looked worse. Um, I think he threw, what, two interceptions? Three interceptions, it says. So, I mean, dude, it's like I'm I'm not here to talk about offensive coordinators on football teams. Um, but if you've got two quarterbacks who are both both struggling to find guys, get the guys open downfield, um, there might be something going on with that coaching staff. Um, obviously, as a Patriots fan, who knows what our offensive coordinator's name is. Um and so, but Matt Canada has just been atrocious over there in Pittsburgh. Um, and if I'm, if I'm Mike Tomlin, I'm, I'm looking for either someone else to come and take over the play calling, or you just got to take a, 
a hands-on approach. Uh, you can't let your your team fall again like this. Uh, second season, they're starting off one and three. Um, oh and two at home. Yeah, they're gonna have to really figure it out. Um, Jets are two and two. Hey, uh, better than the Patriots. So, um, man, we've talked about this on the side too, but wait, I think I talked actually with Arrow about this earlier. And I was completely wrong about my baseball stats. I don't know nothing about baseball. Um, I'm just going to say that. But with football, what we're seeing is like this weird flux where like we had a bunch of really good quarterbacks and now we don't. Um, We have a bunch of really good people that can catch the ball, but we're not seeing anybody to throw it to them. You got like you have. (laughs) <laughs> the Jets don't have the greatest of defenses, but you got two quarterbacks that you spent millions of dollars on that cannot get the ball in the end zone. That is that is in that is terrible. Um that is that's a somebody should be fired, obviously. Um you can get there's there's quarterbacks you can get Phillip Rivers and probably do a better job. Um I'm gonna be honest. I think he's in the free agency. There's plenty of people you can grab if if this is your issue. Um, I mean, I'm sure Michael Vick would probably come back and do a better job. Um, and then, actually, I know he would. Um, it's just George Pickens. I'm just sorry that he's on that team. Um, that's all I have to say about this. This game wasn't, like, extravagant. It's just the, the Steelers... He just defeated themselves. Like, um, they, yeah, they, they just handed them a win. It's like, uh, it's like the Dolphins, uh, thing where they are under investigation for purposely losing to get a better draft pick. Yeah. I don't think I'm, I'm sensing the Steelers are intentionally losing football games, but they're just not a they're good, definitely football. throwing it to the wrong team. Um, let's go to your boys here. Oh. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a tough one to talk about. Uh, New England and Green Bay. Um, first thoughts on this game: Aaron Rodgers looked terrible. Um, mm. I I know he kind of turned it on towards the end, but he was making some passes that I you just don't see out of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, ball five six yards past guys over guys' heads. Just he looks disinterested still. Um, I know it's kind of a it's oversaid. He just doesn't look happy. Um, I know he doesn't really have that receiving core that he wants. He's still got a, a really good dual running back combination, but he just doesn't look happy in Green Bay. Um, so we'll see. The Packers are always going to be a pretty solid team. Uh, they they beat up on on most of the teams they play. But, yeah, this is a game the Packers, I think, came in at 10.5-point uh, favorites. Uh, so New England, to be able to bring this to OT. Um, I'll talk a little bit about New England now. Brian Horace started this game. Kind of suffered from that like concussion uh, where they pulled him out. Uh, I think he's going to be out this week. I think he actually does have a a pretty decent con- concussion. So we got to see Bailey Zappi, um, which Zappy. I guess is as as a as a Patriots fan, right? There's not a lot uh, to smile about. So we're looking at Bailey Zappi as maybe this like glimmer of hope. Um, he literally is Mac Jones stunt double. Um, they put did like a side by side. The two look funny. relatively yeah. um, identical have like similar similar styles of play so um but Bailey Zappi was effective you know he didn't throw the ball really deep uh too many times he had that one touchdown pass 
Um, but yeah, they were able to stay in this game. Their defense stayed in the game. Um, but like it is that it was just in they had this opportunity. They had the ball on the Green Bay. Uh, I think it was like forty-five, uh, third and or second and five, and just like were conservative. They didn't want to go for it. Um, I think like when you have your third string quarter in back in there, I don't know what you have to lose. I don't think it matters if you give Aaron Rodgers the ball on the 45 or if you give him the ball on the five, he's going to drive the ball down the field, get him into field goal range and kick a, kick a field goal, goal to win the game in overtime there. So I think you had to be a little more aggressive. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens this week. I think Bailey Zappi is going to start again for the Patriots this week. They're playing the the Lions. This should be a game where the Patriots offense can kind of go off. Um, I know they've put up a couple points in the last couple of weeks, uh, so hopefully this is this is the kind of a, a good sign for them. And when Mac's able to return, they're able to kind of carry this momentum. Their schedule right now faces shapes up to have them facing a lot of relatively bad teams uh, for the next four or five weeks, which is, I guess, somewhat ideal. But when you have your third-string quarterback in there, you never know what you're really going to get. Um, yeah. Obviously, the running backs are both good, Damian Harrison, Ramondre Stevenson. This week, I really think the Patriots showed – they can still run the football. I don't know why they chose not to run the football the first three weeks, really. Um, but this week, they were able to really control the clock and run the football. Um, so hopefully, they continue to do that, and that kind of becomes their identity again. They were really effective with that last year. Um, and Green Bay, yeah, we'll see. If Aaron Rodgers wants it, he can get it. That's just what happens. Yeah, and um, just what I'm saying here, you know, you. Bailey Zappi, like I told, uh, like I said, with the Cooper Rush, I think he's getting more snaps with, with the offense. The the second um, string or the they need to keep their boys warm. You know what I mean? Like he's probably throwing to Parker, um, Stevenson, and uh, those players like that. Like you saw Stevenson grab some more catches when he doesn't really get catches that much um, from. Just he hasn't really been. But like you said. Not sure why they haven't been running the ball. Um, that's those are decent averages, you know, almost five yards per carry. It's not great numbers, but five yards every carry that's what you want out of a running back, you know, just those first couple of yards make the defense nervous about what the next play is. Um, not really sure. Uh, I'm sure I don't want to beat up your team too much, but they're, they're trying to get some things going on, you know what I mean. They, they, I say they get, you know, it's almost like, um, like your boy's kind of giving up because he used to pick people on people's red shirt teams and bring them over to, to the Pats and they would be gods. Um, so I don't know who was doing that before, but I mean, it, it helps when you have Tom Brady there. That's all I can say. Yeah, it does. Um, but I mean, you can you can put a lot of guys. It's similar to Aaron Rodgers, right? You can you can assemble a relatively weak receiving core, uh, put together a really strong defense. It really helps when you have some of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game on your football team. That's true. Um, and that's that's not what the Patriots have right now. And I know Bill wants to keep with that mindset. Um, and maybe he has one he can develop in there, but who knows which quarterback that is on his current roster? All right, I think I'll start this one out here with the Broncos country. Um... It wasn't a bad game from the Broncos. I'm not going to lie. You know, they were starting to get things going. This, But on the other side, um, they just capitalizing on situations 
is how Vegas won. They they won with the kicks, the field goals. Um, they capitalized on those, and they just picked the right place. As you see, like the ball was moved around a lot more. You can just see based on the numbers on the screen, um, like right here, it, the balls moved around a whole lot more on the Denver side, but not on the Vegas side. So I don't see the Raiders being like a, a contender team. Yeah, I know it is, but I cuss and stuff. Am I not supposed to have that on? Sorry. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I don't see, um, you know, I feel like this is a lucky win on the Raiders side because Russell Wilson is still getting his feet wet. I do see him turning up the heat in a couple weeks. Um, once he gets comfortable, he is a great quarterback. I don't, you know, people shouldn't forget about that. Um, I, I do also wish that he would uh, scramble a little bit more. Um, I know he has four carries for seven yards, but um, the three sacks, I feel like he needs to be looking for his out more often because he doesn't have his great Seahawks um, offensive line anymore. So he needs to be ready to take off um, and give the ball out. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think this was, again, as I said, a must-win game for the Raiders this week. Um, you can't start off 0-4, not after the team that you have assembled in front of you. I think Devontae Adams really, um, this was his first big game. Um, and I think it's something that he's going he's gonna to need to be really involved in this offense if they want to be successful. Um, their defense was effective in this game. Um, their defense was able to kind of contain Russell Wilson. Again, that's not an easy thing to do. Um, Russell Wilson is, yeah, as you said, a very good quarterback, and I think he is still capable of uh, carrying this Broncos team to a relatively decent spot and even a playoff position. Um, Javante Williams going down might hurt them. Melvin Gordon's had his fumble issues in the past. Um, he's even had them this season. I think he leads the league in fumbles, um, which never a good thing to lead the league in. Um, but again, this was a AFC West match. I think you'll see a lot of these where teams are going to put up some points, but some defensive plays will kind of shift the uh, the focus. Um, it's hard to to gauge either of these teams right now. Neither of these teams has really had a convincing yeah. game where they've shown their identity yet. Um, the Raiders, I think, are going to need a win again this week. You start off 0-3, you're going to have to string together a couple wins. Um, so I'm hopeful the Raiders will, will be successful, um, but they have a, a very tough matchup against the Chiefs. Um, in in Arrowhead, uh, so yeah. it could be a one four start. But then they have Texans, Saints. They got a relatively tough schedule. The uh, the Raiders do. Wasn't trying to skip into this one. I just. Uh... Oh, we can look at this game. This was a. I have a lot of thoughts. Um. Yeah. This is you. Well. Yeah. You first. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is good at football. Uh, we'll start with that. Um, yeah, he looked really good this week. Um, he was back to classic Mahomes, making making those ridiculous throws. Um, and Kansas City offense shows why, even without Tyree Kill, again, they're really such a dominant force. Um, when Travis Kelsey gets going, it can be it really is effective for this team. Um, the running game was working this week. They're working on all aspects. They Putting up 41 points in the NFL is an impressive feat. Putting up 41 points against what should be a very strong defense in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is an even more impressive feat. Um, 
I think you started to see the Bucks start off slow again, like they have in the past couple of weeks, um, and then they started to um, they started to turn it on. But again, too little, too late type of thing. Um, we know Brady's uh, Brady's now going through some things, so who knows where his mind's really been at? Um, but it's it's going to be interesting. I think Tampa Bay is a a very very strong two and two team, um, and I think Kansas City is still showing why they are the favorites to win the AFC West. Uh, I think the AFC West is going to still fall in Kansas City's hands, like I said at the beginning of the year. I know a lot of people thought the Chargers, but again, until you beat the Chiefs and prove that you're better than they are, uh, they're still the favorites in my eyes. Yeah. And and um, some thoughts here I'm going to ask you. Do you, What do you think about just Leonard Fournette not able to get it going? Is that just the Kansas City defense shutting him down? Like, yeah, Kansas cause... City was pretty stout up front. I mean, another reason why you don't really see Fournette and uh, White getting much going this week was when you're playing from behind, you can't really run the football. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to start going through the air. Uh, Mike Evans was phenomenal this week, coming oh. back off suspension. He made a Jesus spectacular Christ. catch in the end zone. He's proving why he can still be him in that red zone situation. Uh, he's Brady's go-to guy in that situation. Yeah. And then... Chris Godwin is still a little... He's still coming back from that, uh, I think it was a hamstring injury in week one. Um, he t- looked a little tentative to to make some of those deeper runs. Um, I but, see. Yeah. I definitely see these two teams meeting up again um, shortly and, and doing, I mean, not shortly, but, I mean, Tom Brady did Tom Brady things. You know, Leonard Fournette and his, Rashad White not doing it in the backfield. He's, he, he's going to send him to the outside. You know, he's very, very smart quarterback. Um, that's why he's still playing. He is the GOAT for a reason. He was looking fantastic in this game. Um, just the Chiefs were better. That defense shut down the run, didn't let him do it. And, and, and Tom Brady can do it all, but just can't win the game with just air. It's not going to happen. Um Patrick, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is is him. Uh, he back, he dusted himself off. He's back in there. Um, yeah, I Juju, think people gave him a lot of crap for pulling together that contract from the Chiefs, but I mean, in a league where where passing is king, Patrick Mahomes gets it done. Yeah, and then Juju getting involved. Um, you know, just I mean, just a great all around game on the other side. Travis Kelsey really getting involved this game. Um, Guys. As he does, he's he's Mahomes' safety blanket. You know, he's going to try to find him in those big third down situations. Yeah. Um, he's that big target. I think I saw before this game, uh, they asked the question: Is Mahomes and Kelsey versus prime Gronk and Brady? And exactly, I could all I, was... I all I could do all I could do was laugh. Um, while Mahomes and Kelsey are great together, uh, prime Brady and Gronk was a different breed. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, Gronk Gronk was just a different type of animal. And this is not necessarily bias coming from a Patriots fan. Um, just some of the things that they did together were, were remarkable. Uh, but Kelsey and Mahomes are both still relatively mm-hmm. young. They still can kind of put together three to four good seasons together and they could, they could make themselves a, yeah. a decent case. If Mahomes has, has um, Gronk, it would be the most electric thing together. You know, um, Gronk is, I think twice the size of Travis Kelsey as far as like with the Gronk was just an absolute monster that could catch the ball. Just that guy is massive. Like I, we, we don't have to look up his stats right now, but that guy is massive. 
Um, let's look at our last game here. We don't have to spend too much time on it. Um, basically, Jimmy G. Uh, Jimmy G. I, I um, also I want to say on that last game I picked the Chiefs to win. You picked uh, the Bucks to win. Uh, just so you know. But anyway. Um, yeah, I can talk about this game if you want. Um, oh, I think it's yeah, a really impressive win by the 49ers. Um, I have the Rams somehow stuck in my head as a lot better team. I think I'm just over overrating Matthew Stafford. Um, I got to remember Stafford's age and his, his history. While he was good last year, and obviously the Rams won the Super Bowl last year, um, yeah, it was just a, a really well-put-together game by the 49ers. Good game plan. We both Aero called this team. win. Sorry. To limit Cooper Cup, um, and they put together a, just a better game um, at home. Obviously, this game could go another way in LA, but if you can't score a touchdown, you're not going to win football games in this league. Um, and while Jimmy Garoppolo is is nothing special, he gets the ball done. He hangs onto the ball. He's a smart game manager. Um, he learned that playing under Brady. Mm-hmm. He learned that playing in New England. He is like as much as the 49ers keep trying to to put someone in front of him, he always seems to find his way back. Um and uh he plays good football. You think he's like secretly trying to take out whatever they put in front of him, you know, like just kind of like no, I think conspiracy. he's happy to get paid what he gets paid to be a backup, but now I he's, think he, uh, he's I a think starter, he's, so. I think when he started conspiracy that Jimmy G is like taking out the people in front of him slowly. Just hiring, just hiring hits on people. Yeah, that like goes to the other team, be like, yeah. "Hey, here's twenty five grand if you can just take this guy's knee." For sure, I think I, I'm bounty bounty gate two but this time, yeah, taking out your own players rather than the other team. My camera's freaking the fuck out. No, no fits magic, no fits magic anymore. Um, let's move on to. Um, it's gonna take me a little bit of setup here. Little picks. Let's look on to our picks here. All right, here we go. All right, so here's our record last week. Um, so no we'll just more. go through each game for this upcoming week. Yeah, we can go through the other ones. You, I want to talk a little more about our head-to-heads rather than our yeah, yeah, agreements. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Thursday so, night game. We both. You want to start? Yeah, I'll do Thursday night game. I see Denver beating a. Deflated Indianapolis. Uh, we yeah, both no, do. no. Jonathan Taylor, I think, is a big tell here. I think this is a big game for the Denver Broncos at home. Um, oh yeah, I, ha- I have them beating Indianapolis pretty handedly. Yeah, I don't see it. Just, I just don't see it being. What is going on? Sorry. It may right. be competitive, um, but I don't see the um, the Colts as really a threat with Matt Ryan without having a really strong running game to kind of help yeah. give him that second option. Um, go ahead. Um, Green Bay or New York at Green Bay. Um, I have the Packers winning this game. I think they're going to bounce back. They're going to play a little better than they played last week against the Patriots. Um, and I I don't really think the Giants are quite at the level to beat a team like Green Bay. Um, but they might keep it competitive. I wouldn't I wouldn't take any sort of line in this. But I have Green right Green Bay winning outright. Yeah, I um. I'm biased, and I see the Giants winning. So, I um, I don't see if if we noticed something last week. Um, 
the Packers have a little bit of a problem stopping the run game. Um, just a little bit. Because the Patriots ran all over them. They just got a good running attack. Armand Sheedon and Sin and Damian Harris are two solid backs. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm telling you that Saquon runs all over it. Yes, exactly. Saquon runs all over this Green Bay defense. We don't... And even Daniel Jones, like, we got two running backs and a guy that throws the ball. Which one throws the ball? Who knows? Who knows? We don't care who throws the ball as long as it gets to somebody that can catch it, which we don't have any of those things either. Uh, the only person that we got can catch it, Sterling Shepard. I think he's hurt already again. I'm not sure. He, like, went down the stairs and twisted his knee. Who knows? He's old. Um, yeah. Next game, um, Buffalo destroys Pittsburgh. That's not even going to yeah. be. I, I think I got, I got, they I got nothing to say string. on that football game. Yeah, I think they put if it in Pittsburgh wins string. this football game, I will be astonished. Yeah, exactly. I think. I think Buffalo puts in their second string and calls it a day. I mean, I think, I think Josh Allen should be. This should be a classic Buffalo off. win where they uh, put up a lot of points. Yeah, it's going to be like Alabama versus your local college team. Uh, next game, uh, same thing here. It, I I don't see Los Angeles losing to the Browns unless the Browns really put it together. Yeah, but I think Los I Angeles has see... definitely shown that they're they're turning up. Mm-hmm. Um, their offense a little bit. Um, I think they're a better team than the Browns outright. Um, I don't think the Browns are really showing me anything too special right now. Um, again, hard to really say if it's going to be a blowout or anything, but I think the Rams or the uh, the Chargers should handle this game. Uh, yeah. Chicago doesn't have a quarterback, so, so I'm take Minnesota yeah, that was here. an easy grab. Uh, uh, Justin Fields is not very good. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think he's good in any aspect of his game. Um, so Minnesota here for me. I the next game I uh I just I didn't pick I think we're going to see a some points in the air versus some points on the ground. Um I don't I think there's going to be some picks thrown by by Zappy or Zeppy Zuppy Zappy Zuppy Zappy Zuppy Toscano Billy Bailey, zappity boppity, boopity boppity, bippity boppity boop. But he's not going to do well. But that's my take. What's what you got? Why? why yeah, I mean, doing? I think I think uh, Lions at Patriots is an interesting game. I think the Patriots are going to score points. I think the Lions are going to score points. Um, I think the Patriots have the better defense in the end. Um, so I think it comes down to that. Um, again, I think the Lions keep it close all game. They're going to score points. Um, we'll see if Amonte Brown is back for them. He's a big aspect of that team. Um, but I have New England winning this game at home, putting on a show for their fans. Um, yeah, I got Seattle throwing all over the Saints. Um, I think Gino is putting it together, um, throwing it all over the place and running all over the place. There's, there's in my brain, there's no way. Um, I don't think Kamara comes next week. Did we say that? Did we already talk about that? Yeah, he's expected to play. Um, it's not like obviously confirmed yet, but I think they're expecting him to be back. We'll see. They've said uh, that last week hmm. too, so who knows exactly what they're saying. If that does um, I still have I still yeah, have New ahead. Orleans winning this game. I think it's a big game for them to bounce back here. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to win desperately. They're at home. They play well at home. Their defense plays well at home. Yeah, the next game. Winning this game. 
regardless who's throwing the football, Miami beats the Jets. Um, yeah, I think I think it it might be a little closer than people expect um, with Teddy back there, but I think Teddy fit really well into their system. I don't think he really missed any uh, beats. I think that same game, the same outcome would have been true if uh, had Tua stayed in that game the whole time. So these next three three games we can go through real quick. Tampa Bay beats Atlanta. Atlanta yeah, I sucks. Think pretty handedly. Tennessee beats Washington. Washington's garbage. Um, yep. And then Jacksonville beats Houston easily. Yeah. Um, I think these are all uh, three really strong games. Um, I think Tampa Bay, yeah, again, dominates Atlanta. Tennessee should handle Washington, and Jacksonville's looked really good. Um, I think Houston, I think Jacksonville, Houston of the three of those games will be the closest. I think Houston's able to put up points offensively, but again, defensively, they're not a super strong program or team. So, yeah. And then uh, this game, just if, if, um, if our board Jimmy G doesn't get it together. We could see a loss here by the bounce back Baker, but um, don't get too alarmed. He's not going to be able to do it two days in a row, as we've seen with the Browns. Um, so, but I, I just see pattern this pattern football. I see that 49ers beat Carolina easy on this one as well. Yeah, when McCaffrey's on the field, I mean, you can't really count the Panthers out all the time, but I think, yeah, I think the San Francisco defense is able to contain Baker um, and that Carolina offense. Right. Next, this one, next game's interesting, yeah. actually, now that I think about it. We both took Los Angeles Rams here over the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think this is the reason I took the Rams here is I think they need to win this game. Yes. Uh, they need to take advantage of a backup quarterback there. I think I need to see a big game out of Aaron Donald in that front seven. Really make it difficult for Cooper Rush. Um, Matthew Stafford's going to be under a lot of pressure. Expect Cooper Cup to get a lot of really quick looks. Um, expect passes out of the backfield. I expect Cam Akers to have a relatively big game this week. Um, so we'll see if they finally are able to utilize him the right way. But I have the uh, Rams winning at home against Dallas. Yeah, I, I, uh, I have the Rams winning as well, obviously. It's just uh, going to be a good defensive game. If Cooper Rush puts together a great game against these Rams, uh, I might have some some questions about my uh, division and who's going to win it. Um, next one, like I said, this is going to be Kyler Murray's the game of his life. Like he is going to be a lot under pressure. He's going to have to be ready. They, he better be watching tape right now. Like, because yeah, I think Hassan Reddick already has real estate in that backfield. So exactly, he. Eagles, yes, uh, Dilly. There, it's not a contest, but we'll go. I'll go back to that in a second. But this Jalen Hurts destroys this team. Uh, he's he's known. If he can't fight it in the air, he's gonna beat you on the ground. If he can't beat you on the ground, he's gonna beat you in the air. He's just he is just running for Mahomes in the back, like in the back of it. I just see I see him in a couple of years being absolute chiseled tool on that field. Um. Kyler Murray is going to be shown here who's the better quarterback. Obviously, it's going to be Jalen Hurts in the end here. All-around better team. Yeah. This one here, you got Burroughs beating Lamar. What's going on there? Yeah, I think uh, I think this is another big game for Cincinnati. I think they need to beat Baltimore here. Um, Baltimore has not played great at home. Uh, they've lost... They've blown some big leads. Um, so I think this is a game Cincinnati look, needs to look to exploit. 
uh, some of the issues going on in that Ravens secondary. Um, I guess you could call this game a coin flip. Um, I think it's a big game for Cincinnati if they really want to reestablish their dominance in that division. Um, so I have Cincinnati winning this game. I just think um, Lamar is also like a bounce-back player. Once he has uh, bad games, he kind of learns from his mistakes, becomes better, um, very self-aware quarterback, doesn't really make those mistakes again. I think we see a massive game um, against Cincinnati from Lamar. Uh, next one, we'll uh, talk about that one there. I think we both... Yeah, I mean, Kansas City's going to dominate Las mm-hmm. Vegas. Um, I think this is a game the Raiders really need to win. It can't go to 1-4. and four. It really puts them in a tough situation, but I just don't see them beating Kansas City. Not in Arrowhead either. Maybe at home, I'd give them a chance. Um, Kansas City, Arrowhead's such a tough place to play. Uh, some so of the loud. best go in there and look look absolutely flawless, or look absolutely terrible. Um one they of the loudest just, stadiums, right? Yeah, right? their stadium gets loud. It's a Monday night game. I don't know what the weather will be like, but it might be cold. Um, it's just a tough game all around for Las Vegas here. It's a tough draw. They need to win some of those games early uh, so that you can lose these games and not, not be in such a bad situation. But, yeah, I have Kansas City easily winning this football game. Yeah. Um, same. I, I just, like, I think like we talked about earlier, who did they play? They played Denver. Um, that's not a great team to play right now. So, um. I just see this is an easy game to win. Uh, you're probably not putting up a lot of points. I mean, they might, but I see it kind of dialing off in the second half after they put up a lot of points in the first half. Um, but, yeah. Um, it's another great week on this. Um, I appreciate you being here, like always. Uh, we'll see how this head-to-head works out. I'm hoping to not be 1-3 and three next week. I'm hoping that your numbers drop. I think I think what's gonna mess us up here is that we both are a little biased on our own teams. Um, I genuinely have I had New England losing last week, um, the Green Bay, but I de- I genuinely think New England will beat the Lions this week. So yeah, uh, let's see the matchups you won last week. Um, you had Bengals beating Dolphins, you had Jets beating Steelers, mm-hmm. Bills beating Ravens. And then I won Chiefs versus Bucks. Yeah. So, that one I may have been a little biased, and who knows? Um, the ones we outright lost is we lost the Rams bet. Uh, we lost mm. uh, We lost the Panther. We thought the Panthers were winning against the Cards. Um, we thought the Browns were winning. Um, and that's it. Yeah. So, but, I mean, hey, it should be a good week of football. Um, and it's Wednesday night tonight, so we get Thursday night football tomorrow and then uh, hop straight into that weekend. So Yes, sir. Um, let's uh, move into our very tiny raid. And somebody... No, I really appreciate whoever's here. Um, I know Arrow's here. Dilly Tune, uh, you weren't here the last time. And I really appreciate I see you everywhere. So um, hopefully we see you here. This isn't our usual time. Usually we're here on... Tuesday, he just had a paper to do, and I had some stuff going on. Not a big deal. Still working on that paper. Still working on it. I'll let you right out here. I'll hop out for you. Um, but hey, appreciate being on the, again this week. So.
Wait, what time on Tuesday? You know 